0: For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app available on Android devices. there, there (laughs) There There
1: There There it is, there it is, episode 88 Woo, is that right? They That's right. 89? I'm pretty 89. sure it's 89. I thought the holiday
0: special. Yeah, I screwed up. Dang it. Sorry, Cow listeners. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Recue the music. Do it all. All right. All right. All right. No, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> oh, there it is. Thank Oh, great. Is. That was a super good impression. That sounds pretty much spot on <laughs> with how that thing sounds. Good maybe, Lord. Maybe it was it? me. Maybe it was you. This is it, though.
2: We have
0: finally been beaten down so low by Jamie's movie month. Thank you. That we had a couple filler episodes, (laughs) and then we had some time off. (laughs) We're like, Jamie, what did you just do to us? And Zach came up with a spectacular idea. At least I think so. Rising
1: from the iceberg, it's Godzilla movie month. Oh, and I am beyond excited. I'll say that.
0: (laughs) Oh, Crank that up. up. Yeah, it just screams in the background.
2: Yeah, man. Godzilla movies. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of of stuff. Introduce us here a little bit, Zach. What, uh, What inspired this?
1: So, you know, everybody had their month. Ben had his month. Kyle, Jamie. We're still waiting on Mustard Man's month. But I'm like, I need a month. And I want movies that I like. None of that fancy dancy crap. So, I chose Godzilla's because there's a lot of them and there's a lot of submarines and a lot of Godzilla mo- movies, movies, right?
0: Yep. There are. That's all I got. That's it. I mean, hey, that's all you really <laughs> need, right? I mean, it's so crazy when you think about how many subs are in Godzilla movies. Right. I was so excited after we watched this one that I watched the 2014 one opening credits there's like a you know newspapers flipping back and forth and there's a submarine in there when they're talking about how godzilla came to be they start talking about oh yeah this russian sub went missing later a russian sub shows up like hanging up in the trees because godzilla threw that there whoa like, what is going on are you and recapping got... the next movie already before we're even there yeah <laughs> yeah uh... doing it real quick uh and like that's just that's just one of the movies. Yeah, it's and just we're not part even of,
3: doing that. We're not even doing that one. No, it's it's in like everything. Like every time they remake a or make a new Godzilla, it's almost like they have to have a submarine. Matthew Broderick version submarine. The new version submarine. A lot of the Toho yeah. ones, submarines.
1: Yep, and that's what we're going to be listening to. But before we get started with this, I want to hear your guys' is like, does anybody have childhood memories of Godzilla? Because I grew up watching this stuff with my dad all the time and fast forwarding through all the dialogue and just watching the monster fights
0: right, i definitely grew up on godzilla this movie that we watched here actually is like one that i watched probably a hundred times when i was a kid i love this movie and i remember i even used to watch like a godzilla cartoon i think i remember if it was on cartoon network or something like that but they had like baby godzilla it was this mm-hmm. team of guys be like oh we got to call on godzilla to fight the dudes and I've watched it, had the toys, all that stuff. Love Godzilla.
2: My favorite childhood memory with Godzilla was back in 2018 at the Bowling Green Homecoming, <laughs> watching Alex play the Super Nintendo Godzilla game and try, trying to figure out how the hell that game worked.
4: I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing a game review on that game, right? We were, were there subs in that one that you had to fight? Yeah. In the little yeah, tiles. Your, Man, I forgot about that little game. water guy running around? Yeah, there's subs. You almost beat that, Alex. What happened? Uh, was
2: no place near it. He I ran into that uh, bio. <laughs> what? What's his like name? that like? That second
4: boss was impossible to beat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't have. I don't. I do not have much childhood memories of Godzilla, other than the Matthew Broderick 1997 version coming out and that being a big deal. But that was that was basically it. That's it. That's it. I really wow. didn't. I didn't watch the originals very much. I'd n- I'd never seen this one that you watched for this episode, uh, and it was very an odd experience to have that uh, be <laughs> the case. But yeah, I know. I only recently had watched the, even the original because I, for you know, I don't know if you know, I have a website. It's called badmovietwins.com. dot com. Mm, yeah, 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 that's badmovietwins.com. dot uh, So we did uh, Godzilla recently. Um, it's kind of a rewatch since we obviously had watched a bunch when we were kids, uh, and part of that. Patrick watched some of those uh, cartoons that you're talking about, um, Kyle, and then uh, uh, we wa- I watched, like, the original. So that's, like, the only experience of Godzilla are those two movies.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Your website is called Bad Movie Twins, Jamie.
3: right. Yeah, so I watched sacrilege. the 1997 <laughs> Matthew Roderick uh, okay. movie. Yeah. That is not the original. No, no, no. I'm saying as part of watching the 1997 remake, I, I went ahead and watched the original as kind of like background. Gotcha. Um, we do okay. that a lot for these things. Like what we're going to be watching next week is Point Break. Guess what? I'm going to watch the original Point Break. Great movie. Not part of BadMovieTwins.com, but I'm going to okay. watch it. All right. All right. I just wanted to be clear. Yeah. All right? We do our homework. That's the thing. Okay. So,
0: Alex, you got any memor- memories eh, of Godzilla as a kid?
4: Sadly, no. To be honest with you, I, I don't think I ever really watched any of the movies until I saw the one with Matthew Broderick in
2: it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dude, are, was... were you
0: and Jamie raised in an orphanage together or something? Like, what the heck is going yeah, on, guys? I don't mean to
2: pile on, but I think that was the same for me as well. Uh-oh. Ah,
1: what? Zach, it's just you and me, man. I guess. I, man, I have the toys and... I have VHS tapes of these Godzilla movies (laughs) from (laughs) back when I would get for my birthday. I remember
2: like flipping through the channels and like making fun of the original uh, Godzilla movies just because the mouth was never with the words. That was always kind of a fun thing to to riff on, but no, I don't think I ever really watched any of them until I watched the the, the American ninety seven one. And
3: before we dive too deep into it, Zach, uh, so like I know that the American version of this, the Japanese version of this, they're pretty far apart was that always it? was that the case for a lot of the godzilla movies or were they usually closer together
1: what do you mean far like apart?
3: the the plot like, and like how they kind of put them together in the plots and stuff like that because i watched part of the uh, the japanese the original japanese version of this and it's super coherent like makes a lot of sense and they cut a lot of those scenes and put in things kind of for an american audience that made it really choppy and weird so is that always the case yeah
1: no, I mean, so the American ones, I mean, yeah. So they typically most of those Godzilla films always had kind of like two versions. Mm. Um, and the Japanese ones, based on the different eras, were always kind of reflective of what was going, you know, it was the era. So it was kind of whoever the emperor was and what kind of um, cultural things were going on, society things, uh, what was going on, with the politics of the time. So the storylines were kind of tight. But then Americans, you know, we liked the big fights. We liked the monsters
3: fighting. We love the U.N.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. And the news. <laughs> can't, specifically. can't
3: get enough of the UN. As everyone knows about America. Yeah. Now, I watched both
0: of these, and I can talk about the differences later whenever we get into the yeah. show, but, you know.
2: I just learned I, recently that uh, this was the same case with Power Rangers. Now, that was something I did watch growing up. Uh, they actually took, like, a Japanese, you know, martial arts, like, superhero, like, crime-fighting show, and they actually, uh, like, ended up shooting, uh, you know, the kids in high school and all that, and added that whole storyline and juxtaposed it against the action scenes that you see in the show. So that's why you never see them really in a fight taking off their their helmets or anything like that. That's because that was all filmed as, like, two separate shows that they kind of blended together. Um, So that was Really? really interesting. Yeah, and then... Very similar, obviously, with uh, how they shoot Godzilla, because they got the the big, uh, the big sets where they make it look like there's a giant monster, but it's actually a guy in a suit. That's what they were doing with the Zoids and stuff too, or Zords or whatever they were called. Um, and yeah, that was all a different show that they they mixed with uh, the American sort of campy humor they had for the high school drama side of things.
3: Wait, that was a guy in a suit.
2: That that was a guy in a suit. Die, 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 die.
3: <laughs>
4: Time to do some sideways.
1: Go, Godzilla,
0: go, go, Godzilla. Godzilla's in your house. Godzilla's in my house. He's gonna get you. You go to sleep. Godzilla drives a Lambo. You know he ain't cheap. Go. No. What you doing now? An evening in Tokyo. Burn it to the ground. You're fighting King Kong and you're fighting Mothra. You fight the whole world. You're Godzilla. And they
1: Cause you're Godzilla, cause you're Godzilla, go Godzilla, go go Godzilla, go Godzilla, go go Godzilla.
2: Wow, that,
4: that was spectacular.
2: Is <laughs> that Jack Black? You
1: guys <laughs> like to <it>? say <laughs> had,
2: uh, had a uh, Tenacious D meets uh, Christopher Columbus uh, vibe there. Call, yeah. Oh my word! Yeah.
0: Uh, I made that the other day. Felt really good about it. Uh, did that while my daughter was napping, and her nap <laughs> did not last very long because the part at the end where I'm just screaming, you know.
4: But loved it. Let's just use yeah, that man. for the M- rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Missed your calling, oh, there, Kyle. Trust me, that's
0: that's being used for the rest of uh, Godzilla movie. Month. Spectacular, Kyle. Thank you. I do my best. Born in the
2: wrong age, you could have been a member of the Beastie Boys.
0: Still can. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've been going on for a while now. and Good. <laughs> it is good. It's really good. Lots to talk about. There is, there is a lot to go and talk about. So, Zach, introduce this movie that you said we need to watch. Although, I can't believe nobody else has seen this before. That blows my mind.
1: Yeah. So this is this is King Kong versus Godzilla. Right. And this is a Toho production. Toho is the big one. That's that's the uh, the major kaiju film, you know, producer, Japanese film distributor company. So most famous is Godzilla. There's about 32 films. OK, this was number three. Wait, about There's right. about 32 films. Well, I mean, it depends, you know, then there's the Hollywood films if you want to lump them into like Godzilla films in general or whether or not it's Toho or not. And then then Toho also has other kaiju films like Gamera, that flying turtle. That's awesome. Mm. Um, So, yeah. So uh, this is the first one that we're going to do. This is in the uh, Showa era, which is the first era from 1954 to 1975. Um, And then we've got some films in the Heisei era, which was 84 to 95. Then we've got some in the Millennium Era, which is from 1999 to 2004. And we're not going to watch the newest one. Well, Shin Godzilla, because I don't think there's a sub in that one. But that's the uh, Rewa era that just started. Okay. And now, what defines these eras? Typically, the emperor of the time. And um, kind of like whatever is going on. I kind of just talked about it. But like what's going on in the country. I'm a bad listener. No, it's fine. But like Toho would take like, you know, 10 year breaks kind of with some of these Godzilla films and then they just try to do like a reboot. So each kind of era is like all those Godzilla films in that era kind of like similar in some ways. Okay. All right. And is that it? Should we get into this thing? King Kong versus Godzilla?
0: About 15 minutes in, whatever the heck we're at now.
3: No, it's yep. good. That's short. Usually, we go much longer than that before we start on a movie recap. All right, should we do it? I think we need timer is going now. So it's been about three weeks since I watched this movie. So we open, and it's 100% Godzilla, and we don't yet know about King Kong, and we also don't know about Godzilla yet. Um, but but you know what we do know about pharmaceutical earthquake <laughs> in oh. Chile. Uh, do we?
0: Yeah, that's a, a United Nations reporter oh, is talking so yeah, about an right. earthquake
3: going on in Chile. I'm getting thrown off by the difference between the American and Japanese <laughs> versions right now. Yeah, so the UN yeah. news is a huge part of the American version of this film, and they are they're talking about all kinds of crazy shit. They're talking about earthquake in Chile that's causing all kinds of issues. Uh, they're talking they're like monitoring a submarine. Um, you know, the Seahawk, what's it called? The Seahawk? Yeah, the Seahawk. Yeah, it's the Seahawk. And it's monitoring, it's up in the Arctic, and they're like, whoa, we're tracking this. And you, all the viewers of the UN News Network, you definitely are interested in this, and you definitely want to see this. And everyone's like, yeah, cool, definitely, 100%. And so they have that portion going on. And they're also talking about how, like, there's a scientist who found an island with, like, all kinds of crazy shit on it, and, like, fruit these giant weird looking fruit cherry tomatoes that, yeah it looks like looks like kind of giant cherry tomatoes and they are going to cure cancer but there's 100 totally a monster on that island right
0: all right they don't know that yet he says basically look i've got these berries they have a narcotic effect they are not addictive somehow wow yeah. and then all of a sudden This pharmaceutical company who kind of comes out of nowhere, and in the Japanese version, it makes a lot more sense. It's it's way clearer, yeah. Yeah, it is. But in the American one, they just say, okay, we need to get more of these berries from the natives. And by the way, I have a few guys that work at a TV station that I'm going to send to go get the berries. And you're like, wait, what? What's going on? Why is the (laughs) pharmaceutical company got guys working at a TV station?
3: Right. And, well, I think that, that was also just Japanese culture back then, I think. It's like farm, Pacific Pharmaceuticals kind of owned, like, a TV station and did a lot of their advertising and stuff through these shows that they would make. But also, like, the, the, the guy, the, the scientist is, like, pointing on a map to where the island is. Is like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's also a monster. And Mr. Taco, the head of the pharmaceutical company, who's, like, a real goofy actor, uh, a very obviously a, a comedy actor... Uh, Love that. And guy. he goes nuts for this idea. Wait a second. We could have this giant monster and it would advertise our pharmaceuticals for us and we, we, we would be like a huge hit. And our television network is going down the tubes. Everything sucks on this show, this uh, network. But if we had a big old monster, everyone's going to just tune in. And then he looked directly into the camera and was like, right? Because everyone in the audience was watching a, a movie about a monster. So they, they understood. Right. They got it, man. They got it. And so... They- and
0: uh, before they get the two guys, he's going to send his two recruits out there to go get the berries. They go back and they have a scene, a dinner scene with um, the one guy's sister and her boyfriend. And right. he shows them this fancy, like unbreakable wire, the boyfriend does. Yeah. That he's, that like a, he's like a company engineer working or on. something. Yeah. Yeah, as a scientist of sorts, some would right. say. Um, Alex is actually the expert on that. I am. And that was
4: a very true scene, too, by the way. If you could it tell, was, it was good. That, that was all real. There was no fake effects about any of that at all. Yeah. FYI. Awesome. Go back and watch it just for that scene.
2: Hmm.
4: There we go. That's why we bring Alex
0: on. and um, So he's basically got this thread that's like, I don't know. What? It's like sewing thread, but it can hold like literally anything. And he's yeah, like, it's like dangling dental, off
2: it's a like balcony floss, with it. But like and the uh, guys like, "Oh, shrunk. you're
3: going to die." But he yeah, doesn't.
2: Right. They're like, "This won't come up again. Don't worry about it."
3: Yeah, 100%, <laughs> we're not going to use this later to pick up Godzilla. So don't worry about it wink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, but uh at the same time that all this is happening, there's also this a submarine the seahawk that's up there and the u.n network's monitoring it and they zoom in on what's going on up there and this is like for the american version i don't know how you'd even follow what was happening in the movie at this point because the seahawks up there they're like look at that there's like a glowing iceberg over there and i'm like what and they're like there's something something's happening and all of a sudden like godzilla is like breaking out of this iceberg and it's like wait what so zach what was what was the what was happening? How did Godzilla end up in the iceberg? Is that like a known thing? So that
1: was um, like uh, in relation to I think the second Godzilla
3: film. So the second Godzilla film, he so gets like, he gets trapped in ice.
1: Ah, uh, God, I haven't seen that one in, like forever, but I just know I think. Kyle, you watched the Japanese version, right? Did they ha- allude to anything about so that in the Japanese like, version back in 1955?
0: They basically said we knew that he couldn't stay like frozen forever or something, you know. So it, he's breaking out now.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: It's just very, it's very yeah. strange. It seemed almost like uh, Godzilla was being born out of ice in this movie for the American version. Yes. I was like, wait, what? Uh, but, it, but something okay. that's
0: also common with Godzilla is when they were approaching, they started picking up a bunch of radioactive readings.
1: Sure. Yeah. Hang on. I can cut in here. Hot take. Not even a hot take. Uh, a, a, um, Controversial opinion alert. No, no, no. I can't even call it a Zach <laughs> fact. Um, fact check? Sure. <laughs> So the second film was Godzilla raids again and at the end of the movie he does get buried in an avalanche.
3: So there you Okay, go. so he got buried in the avalanche, ended up in ice, floated up to the Antarctica or the Arctic circle and then the submarine has found him. Right. And so then the submarine kind of gets trapped in the ice like it it gets trapped uh, underneath all the ice and stuff like that and it starts going everything starts going to shit. And everyone on the submarine's like, "Oh, are we going to be okay?" and basically the captain's like, no, not really. <laughs> like, well, we're dead, basically. um Well, yeah, they they think they're fine for a while. Water starts pouring, and right. they seal the hatch. You're like,
0: man, we really escaped that. And all of a sudden, you start to see the flames engulfing the
1: sub, and you're like,
0: oh, Godzilla,
1: here we go. there's like the three businessmen down there, right? Yeah, yeah, and for they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever purpose
3: and they send up they send up some flares and and some people find like the, the people are monitoring and they find them and stuff like that and they realize oh shit Godzilla's around and Godzilla goes and totally owns like a military base goes to town on it uh, up there in the arctic and all of a sudden it's like heading towards Japan and all everyone's like right, the funniest like, oh, thing with shit. that
0: with that battle though is there are like a million miniature tanks that come out and are shooting at Godzilla. He comes out, just roasts one of them with his breath weapon, and then you see all the other ones turn and just drive away. Well, of course. Like, wouldn't,
3: wouldn't you? Uh, we can't possibly win. Just retreat. Right. And so he's on like a, a path, and it's it's really funny. They keep on going back to the UN, and they have the scientist character. The UN News Network has a scientist character who is saying – so much weird shit that I, I couldn't handle it. Like, he was like, uh, to explain to the American audiences, uh, Godzilla, well, he's basically a combination between a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a Stegosaurus. And I was like, is that even right? Like, I don't think that's true. Is that true? Zach, is that true? I mean, they just kind of combined
1: them, yeah. But that scene, that was funny because... Of like that kid's book that he held up. Right, he held up up like was like his fact check book. Yeah, his
3: kid's children's book that he's holding up, saying all this stuff. He's like, and yeah, it seems to be heading towards Japan. It's home because like reptiles, blah, 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 and saying all kinds of weird scientific stuff. And it's like, literally, this is an N equals one. You have one Godzilla that you're studying. So you're making all these weird conjectures about what it's doing based on what? Nothing. It's the worst scientific method ever. There is no proof or anything. There's one Godzilla. That's all you have.
0: Well, it's all we know, Jamie.
3: I know. It's it's all, all we've got. Well, he was just a we- he was a weirdo scientist character, and I loved him. He, is. he was the best.
0: You think he was the best? Okay. Well, anyways, yeah. when they're not doing that, all of a sudden Godzilla's just like about to start tearing Japan a new one, and then it's time for us to cut on over to Skull Island. That's not where... Skull
3: Island. It's not Skull Island. It's Far- Faro Island.
0: Oh, this is Faroe Island. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Yeah, I they, was don't, just, they don't call it Skull, Skull I was just Island. watching Kong Skull Island. So,
3: Oh,
2: that, that was the one. I'm,
3: I'm mixing everything up. That's the one that Brom loves. He loves that movie. Nope, I do not. <laughs>
0: Time to get over yourself, Brom, and just embrace it.
2: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not, not going to come around on that one. So, right. does
3: anyone want to talk about uh, this a controversial these controversial scenes because uh <laughs> it's like a kind of a hot topic uh what's going on on <laughs> Faroe
2: island someone
1: someone take, someone
3: take
2: it someone take it so i guess there's a wee bit of blackface or brownface. there's a wee bit of japanese actors and actresses in uh, a blackface or or or, or, brownface, or like yeah. brown face yeah. yeah yeah it's not great it's not it's not ideal And so
3: these, the Japanese like business people, uh, they arrive on the Island and they're greeted by the natives. There's this whole scene where they go up and they're kind of trying to be able to stay on the Island so they can find out what this monster is and get the berries and stuff like that. And they are being told like they, they can't stay. They got to go. Um, but all of a sudden, they kind of start giving them some gifts and stuff, and like cigarettes. And how, what, what's the oh, ultimately how well, yeah, they convince?
0: Oh, dude, they even they even give a cigarette to, to a, a kid because kid, yeah. the kid's to like, here, kid, let yeah. me smoke it.
3: They're like, all right, just don't tell your mom. <laughs> yeah. And uh, classic. But, and is that how they ultimately stay on the island, or is it was it something else that they were able to convince the guy to let them stay?
0: So in the Japanese one, like they have a boat coming within a few days and they say you know we're gonna leave within a few days and then eventually the chief is like okay you guys can stay okay because just gave us these gifts and all that type of stuff right. it's pretty much you know here they just give them the radio plays the music they give them the cigarettes every smoking having a great time <laughs> cigarette stuff's crazy it's so funny <laughs> everybody's just smoking yeah
3: and <laughs> the then kids are
0: smoking <laughs>
3: And they're love. They're loving this. They're loving this island. They go on like a little excursion, and they kind of get scared because there's all kinds of lightning and screams of what seems like a monster. And so one of the uh, one of the people from the company um, who's kind of like a scaredy cat. It was weird in the Japanese version. He's the one who like convinces them to go and, and try to get this monster. But then he ends up being the, kind of the scaredy cat when he's actually on the island. And he kind of he gets a little injured. So they have to take him back to the village. In one
0: of the funniest scenes in the movie, he's, like, freaking out because he starts getting attacked by, uh, quote-unquote, attacked by this lizard. <laughs> he's just got it by the tail, spinning around, whipping this, like, rubber lizard all around, and then eventually <laughs> throws it off a cliff, and the other guy shoots it.
3: Solid. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah so then they're they're kind of chilling and i think they're, they're they're helping them out by giving them some of that berry juice so like you know we got this magical berry juice if your friend drinks it basically he's gonna be fine and so they're like okay go, go get some more kid who likes to smoke cigarettes and the kid who likes to smoke cigarettes runs over and he's like trying to get some of the berry juice but all of a sudden <gasps> he gets attacked by the monster question mark no not but yet it is a giant octopus comes onto land and starts to kind of engulf the uh, hut that the guys get, the kids getting the um, berry juice from. And this is a real octopus with the model stuff, and then superimposed images of the actors uh, in there. And it looks Look it. Whoa, know, whoa, 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 whoa! You serious? Jay? Oh, that's movie magic. I know, I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking the spell. But uh, no, that was not an actual real giant octopus.
0: Some was of re- us choose to believe.
3: I want to believe. I want to believe. But uh, the uh, one, yeah, because I know one of the facts was that the director ate the octopus after the filming. What? I read that,
1: Jamie, I, re- I read that there was, so they, there was four yeah.
3: um, octopi
1: that they used in the film. And one of the four was the director's dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and so
3: if it was a real giant octopus, uh, I don't think that director could have eaten it for dinner. Let's be, let's be real. So, anyways, this octopus go and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" All the villagers come out with their spears, and they're throwing it, and it's real racist. And then the uh, then they're like, "Uh oh," because who comes out to save the day? But our boy, King Kong, hero monster, hero monster? Question mark Who's the monster hero? Mm. And so he comes up, and he just—I mean, but just—he dispatches the octopus like it's oh, ancient. he shit.
0: unloads on him. Throwing like, rocks, and then, oh, at first though, at first it's not going great because one of my favorite parts here is uh, he goes to the octopus, picks it up, and it just like immediately suction[s] to his face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Got him where right where he wanted him.
0: Yeah, I guess
3: because then he turns around, owns that octopus. Then in celebration, he's like, "Fuck your berry juice," and eats drinks all of it. He just drinks all of his berry juice. It's chugs apparently. It alcoholic or something or sleep it's sleep inducing and so King Kong gets real sleepy after owning this octopus and drinking all this berry juice and the villagers kind of do this little like dance music thing to help them go to bed and they're like you know drumming away just drumming away and one of the things in the Japanese version that wasn't in the American version is that one of the company people is like a amazing drummer like one of the top drummers in the world probably and loves drumming you did not watch that that was in the beginning of the Japanese version. He was just playing in a commercial. But he talked then later, well, whatever, we'll get to it. Later, he's all like, okay. give me my drums because I'm a drum master. That's what he says. Those were his words, yeah. yeah. Exactly, right. his then, words. And listeners, this is an
1: important thing to discuss this
3: amount of time to because right.
1: these, this music, this drumming comes back later in the yes, film. Yes, it's an it important does.
3: aspect of the film. So anyways, the point is that by drinking berry juice and drumming away, King Kong falls asleep. That's what we that's what we understand
0: pretty much and then the pharmaceutical company just basically says hey we're gonna steal your guys God yeah from we're we are we're taking your guy we're gonna use we're gonna use him as a mascot but we're gonna to put him on a raft filled with explosives to take him back to our country
3: yeah just in case he's gets a little rowdy we can blow him up if we want to yeah yep and then something that I don't even know how this
0: UN reporter knew this, but he did. Or maybe it was the biologist he had on there. But they were going back and forth on who would win between Godzilla and King Kong. And he said, well, you know what? Godzilla is brute force, but he has a very small brain. Mm. King Kong, also very strong. He's a thinker, that
3: one. Big brain. Big brain. It's a it's a good it's a good kind of hint at what to come foreshadowing that's what they call it in literature. Is it? Yeah, it's foreshadowing. Is it? It is a little bit, and also we come to we come to learn that King Kong is immune to electricity for some reason. I'm not sure why. If anything, it enhances him. Yeah, it makes him stronger. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
3: I don't know why that would be or how that would be, but that's the case. Electricity makes him stronger. He's like uh, Jason Voorhees in that way. Hey, who knows how Viagra works? Am I right?
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, what? You plug in your own pharmaceutical like company? A, no, just enhancement. Oh, I say, you know? Oh, enhancement. Gotcha. Uh, so, anyways, back on the boat where they are bringing Kong over to Japan, the uh, the boss shows up. The guy who sent the guys on the mission. He's all jazzed because they've got Kong, and he's super pumped to see him. And then all of a sudden, Japanese government boats get on board the vessel, and they say, "You know what? You can't bring him back."
3: Mm-mm. We got one he's too many. Too one two, yeah, one too many monsters in Japan right now. Godzilla's here. That's one monster. We have a a one monster limit. Really, it's a it's a zero monster limit. But Godzilla's already here, and it's a one monster limit. No King Kong allowed. Pretty much. Yeah. And so they are like, "All right, blow the raft." Yeah, blow them up.
0: Because <laughs> <And> after some <laughs> high
3: jinks, they they do blow it up. And they're like, but, oh, thank God, King it's Kong's it's dead. dead, right? And we're all like, what? This is weird. This movie is called Godzilla versus King Kong or King Kong versus Godzilla. And uh, and I thought it was going to be King Kong. Yeah. And I he's dead. He's back because he flies out of that water enraged. If anything, the explosives made him more powerful, too. And he's ready to just rumble. And he walks away and goes onto the countryside or something like that.
0: He pretty much does. Yeah. And then we cut back over to Japan where Godzilla is wreaking havoc and all of a sudden they're talking about dropping the atom bomb on Godzilla and officials don't really think that that is the best course of action and I agree. for whatever reason. I agree. Do
3: you? Oh, oh yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure the atomic bomb would only make Godzilla stronger. Oh, uh-huh, radiation. It's, it's just fact. So. Yes. Yeah. But uh, anyways, this is our first confrontation between Kong and Godzilla because he's kind of, like, raging about the countryside. Kong gets to the countryside. He's like, we're two monsters. What are two monsters supposed to do? And so they fight. Uh, we fight. But this is this a pretty short fight because God, uh, Godzilla, what does he got that King Kong doesn't yet know how to handle?
0: <sighs> he's got some kind of fire breath
3: weapon. Right. He's got, like, atomic breath ready to... Burn away, and he he kind of burns King Kong. King Kong's like, oh, he's like a little scared. He's like, oh, that hurt, and then, and then he literally yeah. scratches his head, yeah. and walks away. <laughs> he's like, I got I got to figure this out. I'm a thinking monster. <laughs> oh. He's got like a tiny little okay. brain, <laughs> and so he goes. And they're like, Burned oh, the yeah. chest like, hair, I think a little bit, right? Singed his chest hair, singed off his eyebrows, and now Japan is freaked out they're like okay for a second we thought that other monster that's uh, the the mascot of that pharmaceutical company was going to save us but alas it has not and so we gotta lay some kind of trap um there's also kind of like a side storyline going on here where remember the, the one guy's like sister had a boyfriend well she gets like some kind of news that suggests that he has been injured or trapped Killed. yeah Killed on a ship that
0: went missing. Right.
3: And Godzilla would have killed him. And so she jets off to where that is, which is north of, north, in northern Japan or something. And right when she does that, there's news stories being like, yo, don't go up there. Because that's where Godzilla's going. And so she's All like, and she's going guess into what the happens? eye of the storm.
0: Yeah. Guess what happens? He shows back up and sees his neighbor. She's like, uh, your lady just went straight to Godzilla. He's like, <laughs> idiot. Yeah. And then he and the neighbor fall in
3: love. Really? I didn't see that part. That was in the Japanese version? Oh, yeah.
0: It's pretty hardcore.
3: <laughs> Whoa, it's hardcore sex at that point?
0: No, I did not say that. Okay, you just, just said it was love hardcore. love story. I say, okay. The love story was hardcore. Anyways, now that King Kong is out of the way, Godzilla is ready to march toward Tokyo and... Nothing can stop him, But guess what can? The government, that's what they think. what <laughs> <Yes>, they think. Stupid <laughs> uh, so, government. So they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to dr- dig a giant pit. And Godzilla will fall in it. We'll blow it up and bury him. That ultimately does not work. Godzilla gets out of that like it is nothing. And then they're like, oh, by the way, we also could shock him with a million watts. And maybe that will kill him. Maybe we'll roast him or something. I don't know. Yeah, and definitely,
3: definitely, because we know for a fact Godzilla does not get stronger from electricity. They they're like, okay, we'll, we'll just like set up electric electrical barrier. Is this after like the train and like the sister and stuff like that? And she like runs into the water and she's like a total spaz and like runs away like a crazy person. And the brother mm, has this, and the, and see, the, the boyfriend has so savor. I just watched both versions, so it's, yeah.
0: it's hard to tell like which happened and which. But yeah, at, anyway, it's all kind yeah, of this is
3: this is right around that time, actually. Yeah, because at that point, like she's on a train, the train gets stopped by Godzilla. Everyone evacuates and gets, like, taken away. But she's, like, a total spaz and, like, runs away into the water. She, like, just, like, runs into, the like, a river. And, like, the brother or the boyfriend comes up and is, like, where is she? And they're, like, no one's over there. And he's, like, well, my spaz of a girlfriend would be over there because, like, she totally would run into the water like that. And, like, what? And then he, like, drives over and finds her and picks her up. And they, I think they just drive, don't they, do they just drive back to Tokyo at that point or something? I can't even recall. Pretty much. It's like Godzilla is, like, in the background, kind of, like, doing some, doing some jazz at that point. Yeah, uh, he's dancing
0: around. He's, like, and dancing he, around.
3: Anyway, he runs into the electrical trap. He does not like
0: the electrical trap. No, he does not like almost, it. Almost immediately, King Kong comes up, and they're like, ooh, let's see if we can shock this ape to death. Right. And so he goes up and just starts chewing on it. He's he, like, ooh, <laughs> he way. loves it.
3: And he is all about getting shocked. Oh, yeah. And you can, oh, you can tell. You can tell by that enhancement. Right, Zach? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, he gets enhanced, if you know what I mean. I'm buying what you're selling. Right. And so Kong is able to just, like, go to town on this electricity. So he's able to karate chop his way through, eat, eat all these wires, get even bigger and stronger, gets into Tokyo, totally grabs up that lady and is, like, hanging around with her. Yeah. The the boyfriend and the brother are like, oh no, that sucks. She's going to 100 percent be eaten by a monster that I brought, uh, which is unfortunate. <laughs> and then he's like, go get my drums because I got a plan. I said, get my drums. I'm a drum master. I'm the best drummer in the world. Oh, let this everyone is exactly
0: know exactly where he says it, exactly Not how he says it. He it's says perfect. it just like
3: that. He says, I'm the best drummer in the world. Yeah. Then they say, also, hey, you, you, like uh, vaporize some of that berry juice and like spray it in his face. And so they go up and they spray him in the face with all this berry dust, kind of. He's drumming away, like a drum master. He's like, I'm the best drummer in the world. Uh, and then Godzilla fall, or King Kong falls asleep. And they're able to get the girl back. And then they're like, oh, that's weird. There's no, there is no substance on earth that we could possibly use to pick up King, uh, King Kong. There's just nothing. There's nothing you could possibly imagine that would be strong enough to pick up King Kong, and there's nothing we've heard of in this movie that would do such a thing. And
0: first they start with, well, you know what? Balloons. Right. <laughs> oh, that's the first thing that comes to my mind, right? You're like, how are we going to move this giant monster? Because they want to drop him off and have him fight Godzilla now. Yeah.
3: Um, that's they, they the need, plan. They need him to fight Godzilla. <laughs> so yeah, just, that is the plan. That's the only and, only solution.
0: And what did we talk about? That is super effing strong earlier in this podcast. Dental floss. Dental Fishing floss. Whatever idea. it is. Yeah. Yes.
3: Unbreakable. Yeah. So, Kyle, do you have a better idea, though, for getting Godzilla where he needs to go? I really don't. I would float I him down. I don't know a river, how they would do it. Like a bunch of logs. Well, what if he drowns? Good. Kill two birds Good. with one stone.
0: Oh, but no, you don't. You only kill one bird and oh, then the other shit. birds. That other bird's
3: still leaving fire on the countryside. Oh, man. Uh, well, then I have to find another monster, son of Kong. I'd sh- I just, I just, I just, I just give King Kong a map. Good call. Oh, here you go. oh, He's got a brain. Like a survival challenge. He's a thinking monster. Yeah. Good call. That'd not, be good. Not Dumbo like a uh, Godzilla's, what an idiot. And so then uh, Kong is dropped with all these balloons and stuff right next to Godzilla. And we get to the basically the climax of the film and also the best part of the film, which is just uh, King Kong and Godzilla fighting for like, I think it was like three or four hours, right? On Mount Fuji, yeah, just for, like forever. It was it was great. And- All right, man.
0: You also downplayed when they drop him, they they drop Kong, <laughs> and he lands just like on his butt, and it immediately starts sliding like, <laughs> like he's on a slide, and just kicks right. He just kicks Godzilla like right in the chest, and Godzilla just starts rolling <laughs> down the hill. Yeah, and there's a lot of this great like super clumsy fighting that is amazing we've got some clips we'll put the clips online they're really good
3: (laughs) and yeah so they keep on going back and forth it seems for a while like godzilla's gonna get the advantage because again atomic breath it's tough to beat uh but kong's actually kind of holding his own or starting to hold his own uh throughout all this stuff and and a bolt of lightning is kind of like the key to it so he gets struck by lightning again king kong more powerful by electricity, and that charges him up, revives him, and he's able to throw a bunch of rocks and kind of pummel him in the chest and um, all kinds of stuff to Godzilla. Dropkick him, I think, or maybe whatever, and goes to town on Godzilla at this point. Dude, so and the they, only...
0: All right, the only way that King Kong was going to lose this fight was because of himself. Like, when you're watching this fight, everything's pretty much going his way. It's pretty evenly matched. King Kong, at one point... Picks up a rock, just throws it, instantly goes into like a somersault and then hits his head on a rock and it's knocked <laughs> out. And, and that's when Godzilla is just like, like it, it's really funny because at one point he's just like staring at him and just like,
1: did, did you just do that? Yeah, and then like Godzilla's whipping him with his tail, bur- <laughs> and he's like trying to bury him. Right. Yeah. Just <laughs> that covered him like in rock Right rocks. before he got struck by lightning,
0: yeah. And then Godzilla, for whatever reason, sets the forest around them on fire but he doesn't just like set king kong on fire right he had pretty good opportunity to do that right here
3: yeah and then they keep on fighting they keep on fighting and then they they kind of tumble off a cliff together into the ocean and there's a big kind of battle under the water and they're like who's going to come on top who's going to come on top and who do we see arise in the distance It's Kong. Kong. He's the only one. Kong wins. He's the only one that surfaces, although knowing that Godzilla is a creature of the water slash ice, we can speculate that he probably didn't die. But
0: he did not. And in the Japanese version right here, the president is like, you know what? I think we need to reevaluate the way we look at plants and animals and everything on this Mm, earth. And then it just like ends. Because wow. the movie was all about conservation. It's profound. King Kong versus Godzilla, right? King Kong v. KK versus GZ.
3: Good. That yes. was King Kong. All that right. was King Kong.
1: Yeah, see? Good one. Oh. <laughs> Great. Like,
0: it's good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, now that Godzilla roar right there is like I don't it's so iconic. It's so great. I love I that love sound. It. Play it one more time. One more time,
1: you sure?
4: What the hell are we gonna do?
1: Finger, I'm finger happy over here on my sound. Yeah. <laughs> Good
0: Lord. I don't know what's going on.
1: Uh, other, mo- <laughs> other movies. Yeah. That's what's going on.
2: All right. We got some Raidens. I think uh, I did all of them first during my movie month. So I think Zach should jump in here and tell us what he thought about his first movie and Godzilla movie. Ooh. month. Okay.
1: Well then, um, so I don't know if I'd consider myself biased, but probably I grew up watching Godzilla movies and I love Godzilla movies. And I'm fully aware that they're absolutely ridiculous. But b- this is back in 1962. I think it's pretty damn entertaining in 1962 and how, much it, and how much money it made, I think speaks to that. I really like this film. It's hour and a half long. It's Godzilla versus King Kong. I remember seeing King Kong as a kid and then this against Godzilla and watching those movies. I was like, oh, this, because I didn't watch them in order back when I was a kid. My dad it was just whatever was on TV or whatever gift my dad gave me. So I love it and I love it to this day. It's ridiculous and I absolutely can't wait for the new one this year, 2020.
0: Oh, it is 2020 already. My word.
1: So, my radio? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have to take into account the sub. This is a submarine podcast, but without the sub, who's to say Godzilla wouldn't have came? Exactly. None of it was possible without the sub. You're right. It's, if anything, the sub's the, the true hero of the film. So right. I'm going to give this a
3: 8.2. Whoa.
2: Oh, okay, there we go. There we go. Boom.
3: <laughs> like it. All right. I can jump in here. I'm going to kind of maybe bracket bracket either side of this, potentially. I'm gonna come in lower i feel like the movie's pretty ridiculous special effects not up to par of what i expect uh from a film of uh this uh, from a film of this caliber like in the godzilla series i feel like other ones are they always this ridiculous looking Zach, kind of i mean kind of
1: 60s and 70s yeah,
3: yeah but it gets better yeah um, I felt like it didn't make any sense. It was chopped to shit to make it for the American version. Uh, really odd editing to put in all those UN scenes, stuff like that. We only got the briefest uh, uh, look or peek at a at a captain's um during that submarine scene. It's only like the briefest moment where they let let it fly, I let it hang out a little bit. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I would say, but I, you know, I I do respect godzilla as a franchise i think this this is probably a good introduction and start to my godzilla um learning experience so i'm still going to come in kind of middle of the middle, middle there five and a half, five and a half, five point five.
2: 5.5 wow i think that's yeah. high still you still think it's high okay yeah. whoa
0: oh my gosh brown huh. sounds like you got some shade to throw at gz versus kk here huh
2: I mean I K- can KKV yeah. K- K- GZ. Uh, I, uh, oh shoot. <laughs> KK versus GZ sounds like a new rap album. Sure. Uh I'll hop in then, I guess. Um, so I as I mentioned, I'm not a a, a person I'm not I'm not I'm not a huge Godzilla fan. I didn't grow up watching these. Um, I do acknowledge the uh, creativity and ambition of of this series. I it doesn't. I don't feel like anybody was really doing anything quite like this uh, that the Toho company was doing. Um, so I mean, it is pretty impressive what they were able to accomplish and pull off, and and uh, and how they were able to pull it off. Obviously, the the effects don't hold up today um, at all, um, but. Back in the day, I can appreciate what they were doing, and I could see how a ton of people would flock to the movie theaters to see this. I mean, at that time, I mean, it was probably a piece of art and, and how they were able to accomplish and bring this, this uh, project to life. But for what it is, um, I didn't like the uh, how they tacked on sort of the story for the American uh, film. Um, just it actually reminds me of a project I worked on when, when I was trying to like make viral videos in high school. Uh, I had a whole bunch of footage for a project that didn't come to fruition. And I ended up tacking on like a whole commentary thing to make a video out of it still. Cause I really wanted to use the the footage. Uh, and it was a disaster and looking back on it now, it's like embarrassing and, and stupid. Um, and that's kind of what happened here with, with tacking on just, you know, live look-ins from the, this so the space station and a live looking from this uh, American news anchor and a live looking from the Japanese ambassador or whoever they're bouncing around to. And uh, I don't know. I feel like for how ambitious and creative the rest of the project was for bringing this to America, I feel like they could have had a more creative way of making the story pal- palatable for uh, an American audience. And the way it comes together is just really uh, shoddy. And I uh, didn't, enjoy that and there was one of uh, <laughs> the the blackface scene uh, oh sure I forgot <laughs> about that <laughs> <laughs> uh, that obviously wouldn't fly anymore can't yeah. be doing that um, yeah that's, that's all I really need to say about about it I think uh, I'm going to give it a four
0: disgraceful but you're entitled to your own opinion.
2: Uh, Alex. It was already harped on, too, but not much submarine action here, too. This is a submarine podcast. so.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough.
4: Mustard Man, are you still there? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. there. Uh, you know, originally, I think I told you guys yesterday that if I couldn't make it, like, what, give it a six and a half for me, right? More or less, yeah. Yeah, well, after listening to you guys talk about it a little bit more, I got I to gotta lower it. It's got to be four and a half for me. It's just, watching it, there were some funny parts, but I think when I'm thinking about it a little bit more, it's not the greatest movie, and I'm hoping that some of the other Godzilla movies with submarines in it is a little bit better. Um, the submarine looked wonderful compared to what a, a real submarine in the 60s probably would have looked like, so it's not very realistic, but... I admire them for trying. And I only found myself laughing at a couple of scenes. Um, I don't know if it was supposed to be a serious movie or a funny movie with if they thought they were making something really great. I found myself confused about it, but the fight scenes kind of made me laugh. The one scene I think you guys had mentioned it. Why Why did it uh, Godzilla just used fire to set king kong on fire instead of just burning everything around it doesn't make sense i guess it's that kind of similar trope to where whenever two people are like hunting each other's in movies they always have them in their sights but they always let them go or try to make it more challenging for both of them it's that was very alive and well i guess in this movie so it's just kind of frustrating to watch and we don't even have a real clear victor at the Mm -hmm. end so it's just really confusing to me so yeah i think just listening to it more and thinking about it more especially how you guys discussed it a little bit more, because I don't think I even watched the right version of the movie. I think you guys watched a different one than I did. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just to start. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go from a I'm, – I'm downvoting from six and a half to four and a half. Yeah.
1: Wow. Take it home, Kyle. Dude, I
0: will save this movie, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll boost Thank this. You. Somebody boost needs this to. Rating. Come on, guys. Zach, much like you, I grew up watching this movie, and I've watched this movie twice since we've talked about it. I watched the American version, and then I went back the other day and watched the Japanese version. Now, I will say, the Japanese version is far superior to the American version. Yeah, I, literally I didn't, I didn't none watch none of the thing. UN stuff. Yeah. None of that, that at all. Uh, the characters are much better. Like the um Pacific Pharmaceuticals, the boss, he's like hilarious in that. And then the scenes where Godzilla and King Kong are fighting at first, right before the whole um trap and the train scene. Uh they are out there. The pharmaceutical guys are out there. You know, with cameras and stuff, they're trying to film the fight. because, And the government's like, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, you know, we work for the pharmaceutical company. We're trying to shoot a commercial or whatever. And they keep driving past these barricades. And they just point at the sign like they're working for the company. And it, it, it's just like, what? So that it was really funny. And the flow of the movie was actually far superior. It made a lot more sense. With uh, everything that was going on, like Godzilla came to the island and then pharmaceutical company said, we have got to get something They're like, look, everybody is talking about Godzilla. Like, what if we had our own monster? And then, and then they go and look for King Kong and it's all about just advertising and getting money for them. And it's, so it's really funny and just really good. I don't know. I love the movie. I mean, I know as we talk about, there's even some funny stuff because they say, well, early in the movie they say, well, who would win between these two? And somebody's like, it's not a wrestling match, and it totally is a wrestling match at the end of the movie. It's just like watching some backyard wrestling fight, and they were making bets too, like in the heli- or like in their helicopter or whatever. Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. It's, I really like it. I really like the movie. Um, they are. Extremely dedicated to the miniature work. And I mean, at that time, you know, if you don't have the budget, I mean, hey, they make it work. The special effects, like you said, costumes and stuff. Nowadays, you might watch it. Everything's all CGI and whatnot. But I think they did what they had to do and they made it work. And those are the Godzillas and King Kongs I know and love a lot and I think this movie deserves
4: an 8. There we go. Nice. Oh, oh. All right. That's, nice. that's pretty high. That's you know what, Kyle? unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think he talked me into raising mine up a little bit, too. I'm gonna, oh, really? I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to go up to 4.6. There we, <laughs> go. Oh, here we go. There we go. <laughs>
1: Rating's going
2: up, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Oh, um, Brown, would you like to reconsider
2: <laughs> No, <laughs> let, let, to, just to give some context <laughs> no. to this, Kyle, you just gave in an eight, movies that you also gave an eight, The yeah. Life Aquatic, mm. Destination Tokyo, mm-hmm. U571, Run Silent, Run Deep. Ah, a, that's a mistake. Run Silent, run deep. Not. run deep is great.
0: I'd put it on the same, same level.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Should I get into some trivia? whoa, whoa. Whoa. Oh. We still got Love It or Hate It. Oh, sorry. Love It or Hate It. see it. Got the music for that? I think you should call it Love It versus Hate It.
0: I love it. Love It versus Hate It. You hate it. We're best friends. We're
1: enemies. We're in love. We're in hate. We're frenemies. But we're living together and it's a funny old time. Great. All right. Love It. Hate It. The first Love It review is a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. This is from Snapdad back on May 18th, 1999. Snapdad says, Secrets and lies. The Americans deserve to remake this movie. The Japanese version has Godzilla winning, the winner takes all, literally battle. But when the Americans heard about it, they bought the rights, reshot the ending and made King Kong victor. Just because he was from an island that was in America. What? What? I guess they deserve this small victory. If taking this action and spoiling an artist's vision is all they want, then I guess we'll call it even on the saving the world front. American filmmakers showed just how stuck up and competitive they were when they changed this movie. If the American version is on the multiplex or at the video store, don't get it. That's a 10 out of 10 review. Huh. Inter- it's a really interesting, really interesting 10, out of 10 review. Is that even
0: true? like, dude? What did they do to this movie? But it's still pretty good, ten out of ten.
3: Kyle, is that even true? Did, in the Japanese version? Did Godzilla? No, no. no. I King was Kong waiting
0: Kong one, for right? that at the yeah. end. I was waiting for so, Godzilla to raise up, but he didn't.
3: No, King
1: Kong. Didn't. So I looked into this guy's review and why he even would have made this claim. Right. So apparently, there was a like long before high speed internet came about, there was like a ongoing myth. That there were two separate ending shots, mm. one with a clear Godzilla victor and one with a clear King Kong.
4: Is this, is this what they alluded to, like in all the websites I look at, called the cut versus uncut version? Possibly. And is that Alex why I, I had in my Google searches Godzilla penis circumcision?
0: Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> but, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, how are you not like falling all over yourself laughing with that joke? Did you what just you see mean? what Alex said. There it wasn't like a joke. A, that was real. I really
1: just a did look thing it up. I <laughs> I don't laugh at
3: facts.
4: <laughs> there was, I literally looked it up because it kept saying cut versus uncut, and I got a little confused. So I just had mm. to see if Godzilla's packing or not. You know,
1: circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Moyle's going to do that
4: job? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you find, Alex?
0: What'd you find on that? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: He's dying over there.
3: What the hell oh, right. were we even just talking about? We, that so, was a love. I mean, you hate it.
1: Yeah, so that was love it. And by the way, um, like I said, after the you know high speed internet came out, they did disprove that that um the writer of the movie always intended for King Kong to be the clear. Yeah, victor. there's a bunch
3: of interviews that make that pretty clear that they, the idea yeah. was that King Kong was going to win.
1: But so here is the hate it review. This is my trash bag, on July twenty six two thousand three. Mm. Trash bag says, "What a ham." This is the stupidest movie I have ever seen. The acting is bad. The monsters look bad. Even the King Kong remake is better than this. What a disappointment. Skip this one. <clears throat> it deserves to be
3: flushed down the toilet.
0: Wow. Wow. Savage. Savage. Ouch.
3: Wow. Stupidest movie? I guess he hasn't seen Strange Wilderness. Am I right, guys? <laughs> I like that.
2: We bring like up, up a Horror. lot
0: on this podcast. <laughs> He's a big Steve Zahn fan. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And um, Justin Long.
3: That was Love It or Hate It. Oh, I love
0: right, it, man. It's great.
3: You did not love it. You gave it like a five. No, I said I loved. <laughs> I, I love Love It or Hate It. Oh, okay. I loved it. The segment. Gotcha. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do, I'm gonna blast this trivia. Okay, guys. Yeah, Just blast, blast away, it. Blast. blast away. I'm blasting away. So this had a lot of firsts for Godzilla. So this was the first time that they used the well-known standardized high-pitched roar, probably the one that you're playing, Zach. This was the first time they did it. It was a mix of two of the original 1954 roars, sped up a little bit. That's so,
1: Was that a, Was that a tip?
3: Was that? There we go. And it became, that's the roar that was used for the remainder of the Showa uh, film series. Uh, The film was also uh, the first time either King Kong or Godzilla was filmed in color. It was also the third film for both King Kong and Godzilla, which is kind of an interesting fact that they were in it together. And then it was the first time they used Toho's Big Pool. It was originally built for Storm Over the Pacific, a 1960 film, but then it was used in pretty much every Godzilla film from then on out until 2004. Godzilla Final Wars was the last time it was used. And then the big pool was demolished. How big was this big pool? It was huge. It was like a, I think it was like a couple of football fields. That is a big pool. Yeah, something like that. So that's why it looks, it kind of, you can get the look of an ocean by, by filming right. it in certain ways. Um, special effects director at Eiji Tsuburaya Uh, Sub- Suburaya, uh Said he deliberately made Godzilla or King Kong kind of look uh, stupid, a little semi-comical, because he was afraid that it would frighten young children, and so he wanted it. They wanted people to root for uh, King Kong because he was going to be the victor, and so they made him uh, less scary looking than Godzilla. <laughs> he looked ridiculous yeah. too. Yeah. When the, those close-ups on his teeth. Oh and my Changed yeah. multiple times. <laughs> yeah. So until two thousand, until last year, two thousand nineteen. This was the only film where the Japanese version had not been released in the United States. Last year, they released the entire Criterion Collection box set of Godzilla. So all of the films in the Godzilla series were released as Criterion Collection box set. And in that, it did include the Jap- original Japanese version
0: for the Aren't first time ever. Aren't they even
3: on ever. Blu-ray? I believe, yeah, I think that's the Criterion Collection. Ooh, Yes. Uh, this is still the highest attended Godzilla film in Japan. It sold over 12 million tickets, including its re-releases. It became the most popular film internationally in the Godzilla series. Uh, it was so popular in the 1990s, Toho wanted to remake the film. However, RKO Library, which owned the rights to King Kong, uh, said no. And so Toho changed the concept and that became Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Ghidorah. yeah, 1991 hmm. film. Uh, there's was actually a well-known story that they were, this idea was originally spawned by Willis O'Brien. He had done the special effects for King Kong in 1933. And then in the in 1950s, he really tried to drum up support, um, mostly not with uh, Godzilla, but for King Kong versus Frankenstein. Um, and that Frankenstein would have been a big hmm. Frankenstein monster made of animals, different animals. But no one was Wait. really super interested in it. But oh. producer John Beck, he then turned around took the idea and uh, gave it to Toho. And so apparently Willis O'Brien was like super sad when he found out that his idea had been like kind of stolen and was going to come to fruition without him. Yep.
0: Did that ever happen? Did that movie ever happen?
3: What, King Kong versus Frankenstein? Yeah. I do not think so now.
0: No, I don't think so yeah, no.
3: unfortunately no. Unfortunately. <laughs> so like, Even like. Though- even though you want it to be. I know. He said
0: no one was interested. I'm like, hold on. Um,
3: I am interested. So this does use, the American version did use some footage from a film called The Mysterians, a 1957 film. It's basically, you know how they had that whole port part where they were talking about like satellites and shit? Uh, that was all from yes. Mysterium. Okay. All right, and then there are a lot of versus films in film history. Some of my favorites, which I won't even be being used for uh, casting what ifs, uh, are uh, Alien versus Predator, Tucker and uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I don't know if you know that That's one. That's a great, great movie. Uh, and then movie. Uh, also a great movie, Alien versus Predator Requiem. Uh, so, what other actors from versus films would have done well here? What about Woody Harrelson from The People versus Larry Flint? Woody Harrelson do we want him?
1: He could have been one of those advertisement guys. I would think yeah. so. Yeah,
3: that's a good one. Yeah, I think the advertisement guys that are sent to the island, right? Yeah, cuz it's kind yes. of be like
4: kind of, this that was more comedic relief than anything and I feel like Woody would be best at that. What about what about Ben Affleck who was in Batman v Superman? Oh god.
3: He'd be the guy He'd be like the who boyfriend thought died. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about Meryl Streep, Kramer versus Kramer? Uh, I Godzilla. Mean, would- oh, <laughs> come on.
0: I was just going to say giant Meryl Streep fighting Godzilla, but also
3: if she was Godzilla, that'd be great yeah, too. Yeah, wasn't
2: there Mecha Streisand?
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's we true. We could have Mecha
3: Streep. <laughs> what about uh, Freddy or Jason from Freddy versus Jason? Put them both in there. So now it just becomes Freddy versus Jason again? They already made that movie. Versus Freddy versus Jason oh, versus, versus Godzilla King versus King Kong. yeah, oh, King Kong. yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a four-way. It's, it's a four-way. It's a cage match. match. <laughs> uh, what about Michael Sarah, who's in Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Oh, that
4: little crybaby. Yeah.
0: yeah. If, you had, if you had like a Zombie Land type, you know, uh, relationship need- with him and. Woody Harrelson, Someone, I think that could work.
4: Someone's got to go brownface for the remake, right? Make it Michael Cera, end his career. Great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what about uh, Matt Damon? And this is, uh, he's in Brahms' least favorite film of all time, uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I've never even shared an opinion on that one. Yeah, you did. You said it was going to bomb hard. That's what you said.
4: Oh. I heard it was quite good. <laughs> I think good. it did, didn't it?
2: <laughs> no, it didn't. It was a success. No, I heard it was I good. know it got ranked high, but didn't it uh, struggle a bit at the box office?
3: I think it made like cats. I think it made like two hundred fifty oh, million cats. dollars. My
2: bad. Yeah, Jamie just saw cats. cats. Don't even get started on cats. that. Oh, I could
3: talk about cast forever. Um, <laughs> yeah. What about Ed Harris? Now he was in Ford versus Ferrari two colon Death Race three thousand one, which is set in a post-apocalyptic future where Ford versus Ferrari they're competing for resources in the waste. Ed Harris plays the Cook, a man without a nation who wanders the waste, bringing justice to those that ask. In the end, he actually beats both Ford and Ferrari in the titular Death Race using his trusty submarine in the U.S.'s Phantom. So it's a sequel to Ford vs. Freddy Death Race, and Phantom, and also Schindler's List. Wow. So what about Ed Harris? <laughs> you get rid of King Kong. <laughs> and you just put Ed Harris up. <laughs> so it's Ed Harris versus just Meryl Streep Greasy, in the end? greasy yeah. yeah. Ed Harris and Ed Meryl Harris Street. is fighting Meryl Streep with Freddy and but, Jason. Great. but Ed
0: Harris is totally greased up and Meryl Street can't get a hold of him because
1: he's so slick. Just <laughs> <a> slipping out. <laughs> All right. Just like a couple of baby seals flapping at each other.
3: So I know you guys you guys have been anticipating it, but it's really easy. The phantoms <laughs> the phantom zone.
2: Engage the phantom.
3: Surprisingly easy, uh, as a leading lazy uh, lady slash uh, damsel in distress is played by Mie Hama. He's well known to American audiences as Kissy Suzuki And You Only Live Twice. And that features a submarine like most Bond films do. And I definitely have used in the past because who's in the credits? Teru Shimada. Teru Shimada. It's no big deal from there.
2: I got, uh, I got one bit of trivia before we move on to subs worldwide. Do it. All right, you guys know I love my facts and figures here. If we only had Zach and Kyle on the episode tonight and were only able to use their ratings, this would have been rated <laughs> the seventh best submarine movie oh, out of 79 movies.
3: That would have been a mistake. <laughs>
0: I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, no regrets at all. <sighs> well, oh, my can word. Do? Can't do much, <laughs> man. It's It's Kaiju Worldwide. World 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 Wide. Doing Godzilla Movie Month, I thought, what better to do than Kaiju Worldwide? Because all the time, Godzilla's fighting people. Like, that's what I said in the rap in the beginning. He's fighting everybody. So... Kaijus, Japanese, means strange creature. However, it has been widely accepted as standing for giant monster. And this is obviously one of the most iconic kaiju films. You have Godzilla, King Kong, another really great kaiju film. I really enjoy Pacific Rim. Never saw the second one. First one's really good. But let's get into it, man. Who do we start with? the eighth wonder of the world, King Kong. He is considered a prehistoric ape. He was first introduced to all of us in 1933 in the film King Kong. And so it's actually pretty crazy. The world loved King Kong so much. So the first one came out March of 1933. And then in December of 1933, a sequel, Son of Kong, came out. Um, pretty ridiculous that's fast it's very fast uh, his binomial nomenclature is mega primatus kong or <laughs> 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 I don't know it seems ridiculous to say uh, anyway and now the uh, legendary film company has a new quote unquote monster verse which he is included in and they refer to him as Titanus Kong. He was originally created by Marion C. Cooper, and along for uh, yeah, with being very well-known for work with King Kong, he's also a producer and a writer for Mighty Joe Young, which seems huh. like you're really double-dipping on your big apes, but hey, whatever. Uh, there's actually one of those movies in the 40s. I didn't realize there was one that old. Uh, He actually, so Marion C. Cooper became interested in gorillas when he was really young because he had a book and there were all kinds of adventures in Africa that described encounters with gorillas. And later in his life, while working on a film, he ran into a group of baboons while filming in Africa. Then he went to a studio and said, I want to make a terror gorilla picture. And those were his words. So that's a weird thing to say. But, anyways. While working on the film uh, for the giant terror gorilla picture, it uh, he says when people asked him, he said it features a gigantic semi-humanoid gorilla pitted against modern civilization. And while the title was originally being shopped around, he wanted to call it the Beast. Studio did not like that; they wanted to call it Jungle Beast, and eventually, everybody just landed on King Kong. So. One of the things that, <laughs> I know, right? It seems kind of weird. I like the beast. It's pretty cool, but uh, whatever. So whenever I think of King Kong, and I think a lot of people do, you think of the ape going up the skyscraper, hanging on, and he's got the lady in his hand, right? So you think of Godzilla. Godzilla is huge. Godzilla, in the original film, is, if you check him out by scale, he's 164 feet tall. The original King Kong, King Kong is 25 feet tall, wouldn't be much of a match. However, they scaled him in this movie um, to be 148 feet tall. So, his it seems ridiculous, right? But his size has actually changed... Many times, and there's even within a single movie that he has gone from being 18 feet tall to 60 feet tall um, just based on what they're doing with the scale. And it seems that um, for the most part with things going on, other than the Peter Jackson remake, King Kong's size has been trending upwards. In Kong Skull Island, I want to say he comes in at 104 feet. Now there is Godzilla vs. Yeah. King Kong coming out next or this year, and that movie Kong Skull Island takes place during the time of Vietnam, so he's got time to grow.
1: Yeah, I remember them specifically even saying that right in Skull Island, Kyle. Like yeah. he's still like just an infant.
0: Yep, he's still young. So
1: like they, yeah, they had a plan that well, yeah, they'll do this Kong versus Godzilla movie and make him big. Yeah, Because yeah, Godzilla. I know. Gets, I mean, God, if you look at the movies of Godzilla, his size changes all the time. True. Yeah.
0: Just depends on where you're at, you know?
1: Sometimes he's uh, just the size of like a human.
0: It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Little Godzi- Godzilla's riding the subway. <laughs> yeah, just, like, just like fighting people. He's like a hand-to-hand combat. Got kind of a brown hat on. Newspaper. <laughs> yeah. I wish people would just quit bugging me. Uh, so anyways, King Kong has appeared in a number of movies. King Kong from 1933. King Kong from 1976. King Kong from 2005. King Kong Escapes. King Kong Lives. King Kong vs. Godzilla. Kong Skull Island. The Mighty Kong. Son of Kong. And he's in a lost film. King Kong appears in a film called Edo. And he's also in Godzilla vs. King Kong, which will be coming up. So, I was reading through some of the plots of some of these King Kong movies. Just listen to this. This is ridiculous this is verbatim okay this is the description of this movie after being shot down from the world trade this is for king kong lives after being shot down from the world trade center kong is however revealed to be still alive and is kept in a coma for about 10 years at the atlantic institute under the care of surgeon dr amy franklin in order to save kong's life dr franklin must perform a heart transplant and give kong a computer monitored artificial heart However, he has lost so much blood that a transfusion is badly needed, and to complicate matters, Franklin said, there is no species of ape or other animal whose blood type matches Kong's. Enter Hank Mitch Mitchell, adventurer and Franklin's eventual love interest, who travels to Borneo as he theorizes that Borneo and the island from the the first film were once part of the same landmass, and captures a giant female ape who is dubbed Lady Kong. Mitch brings her to the Institute to use her blood for King Kong's operation. Transfusion and the heart transplant are a success, but Kong escapes along with Lady Kong. Archie Nevitt, an insane army lieutenant colonel, is called in with his men to hunt down and kill the two apes. Lady Kong is captured alive by Nevitt's troops and imprisoned. Kong falls from a cliff and is presumed dead. However, as Franklin and Mitchell soon discover, Kong's artificial heart is beginning to give out, forcing them to attempt a jailbreak. They discover that Lady Kong is pregnant with Kong's offspring. The jailbreak is successful thanks to Kong, who has survived the fall, and breaks his maid out. After being followed and attacked and shot by military, Kong kills Lieutenant Colonel Nevitt and dies slowly near a military base on a farm where Lady Kong gives birth to an infant son. Kong reaches out to touch his son just before dying. Having returned to Borneo, Lady Kong lives peacefully with her son in the jungle. Wow. King Kong lives sounds ridiculous. You did get a, get, a, get a deep dive on this King Kong. Bro. I know, man. You give an ape an artificial heart, I'm going to read about it. So, anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sounds like a book. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it would be so, I write about th- it. There was, a, there was an article. This will be the last thing I cover. Uh, this There was an article um, by Forbes. It's called The Biology of King Kong. It was written by David M. Ewalt, and it's from December 12, 2005. Who knew, you know, this many years after, somebody be reading this. So this is from that article. In the movie, Kong appears to be about 25 feet tall in a crouch. About And this is in the new, the Peter Jackson movie. About seven times the height of an actual silverback gorilla. At that size, a very rough estimate tells us Kong would weigh anywhere from 20 to 60 tons. In a worst case scenario, which is still quite likely, he couldn't even stand. They're <laughs> just going on talking about we would be... Way too big to literally do anything. And then they also start talking about how he would need to eat 7,500 pounds of food every single day to (laughs) to to sustain his life. And the article goes on into uh, interspecies sexual relationships, and it gets a little odd from there. But anyway, there's a lot of other good stuff in there, and I've already taken way too long talking about this wonderful, beautiful ape.
1: So was that just number eight, Kyle, or... Number eight? You introduced this segment. You said number eight, King Kong, right? Eighth Wonder of the World. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought you had seven more to do. (laughs) Yeah, that was number one.
0: (laughs) No, and that's it. Beautiful. Well, thank you. I I try, you know.
1: That was... I didn't know a lot about that, but I did see that King Kong movie with the with the artificial heart, though. You saw that movie? I, oh, yeah. I remember watching that as a kid, then replacing the heart, because it takes place right after the end of the first film, when he's laying there on the ground in New York City. So, yeah, I remember it.
0: <laughs> Do you remember him having a son born on a farm I, I don't, and an insane I
1: don't lieutenant colonel? I mean, I remember, like, the relationship. I remember the female Kong, and I just don't, I don't remember that ending, though, like giving birth, but I had not seen it. <laughs> it's just like a, <laughs> a really
0: graphic birth scene. Like, ugh. You'd remember. Yeah. You would remember. Okay. After that, Alex, I know you said you've been working on something new. Is it ready?
4: It's not ready. It's I could I can tease it a little bit though, and it explains why I've been gone like the last three T- months. Tweet. If you me. really, if you really want to know, I've been away on a Japanese sub <gasps> on a secret mission, and I'm going to recap everything that happened on there. And so to say, on this Japanese sub, we were patrolling Madagascar. To eradicate the world of the hissing cockroaches. Whoa. It's gonna be pretty good. It
0: sounds like it's Spo- gonna be very interesting.
4: Spoiler alert. We think we think it's gonna hold. We think it's gonna take. What we did. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I can't wait to hear it, man. <laughs> but well, folks, you heard it here. I do have um, some unusual questions that I found. So you guys have heard of Snopes.com, correct? Sure.
0: Correct. to oh, be like t- the Sith Lord or something?
4: Oh, goodness. <laughs>
1: Jesus. <Jeez. laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle, just keep thinking that.
4: <laughs> Alright, so these are going to be true or false questions that you guys have to see if these were really submarine related or not. Okay. Alright. First one. Hamptons Police acquire surplus submarine. So this article that was printed in the news says that the Hamptons police in New York had a surplus of money so what they used with it was to purchase a submarine true or false False I say false. I'm
0: saying I'm saying true
4: False I'll go true okay it's false although it does sound like it could be true uh the photograph that was included in the article shows clearly like a huge navy submarine just patrolling around the beach with a whole bunch of swimmers <laughs> which would never happen um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is pretty funny uh, to actually think about that something like this was actually printed in the news and snopes had to do a background dive into it to see if this is true or false Next, was a walrus really found sleeping on top of a submarine? True or false? True. True. I would go true.
0: I would think true also.
4: Okay. Well, the picture that's on this today, it's actually, Snopes said it's a mixture, either true or false. Mm. So they said, what's true? Cover all the bases. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a walrus really was photographed on top of a Russian submarine in 2006 when it was undergoing repairs. However, what's false is one of the most popular images documenting this encounter feature a young man with his arm raised in the air. So it looks like it's actually fake. So they don't know because I'll, I'll show the photographs to you because it looks questionable one way or the other. So I'll let you guys make the th- decision on I this. thought you were going to say... Yeah,
0: it was photographed on the sub, but it wasn't sleeping.
4: That's what I thought, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I, was I thought like, for sure that okay. was, was going to be the rationale. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. All right. So there, it's being uploaded, if you guys are able to look at it. And uh, we could we okay. of course, show this to everybody else. And yes. somehow they think that that person in the back is Photoshopped. So then they start thinking that maybe the whole thing is Photoshopped. It does
2: look weird.
1: He does look Photoshopped. I'll give him that.
0: Yep. Okay. His hand,
1: his hand on the right-hand side of the picture looks really odd. But I don't I don't think the walrus is, you, like, with the shadow and, like, the wrinkly rolls on him.
0: Well, ask Brom. He's
2: an expert at Photoshop.
0: Could you do that, Brom? <clears throat> I'm
2: going to open the original here. That's not very good resolution. Um... I'm gonna have to say the walrus, although it does it does look a little weird to me. I think it's real. I think I think the guy is photoshopped in there, though. So I'm saying that's a real image. What about image. the
0: sub? What about the sub?
2: Sub is a real sub, or a hunk of metal, for all I know. I don't. I don't really. Okay. I don't know my right. subs. I Heard it here.
4: All right. Yeah, in kind of interesting. Yep. True or false? Uh, Greece Navy accidentally killed a whole bunch of dolphins. Um, that was a part of a marine conservation um, while they were doing drills in the ocean. True or false? I'm going to say true. Yeah, so- that would, Sounds about right. Military would. I would say true, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Sadly, so to say, they said uh, they were using um, sonar tests and live ammunition tests, and somehow the deafening noise of the sonar um, injured uh, the dolphins. Good enough. Probably some of the live ammunition that they may have been firing too, uh, but was enough to kill. They said about I think fifteen mammals washed up on the shores. Jeez. Yep. So, got to be careful with what you're doing out there. Remember that, kids. Yep. It's cold-blooded grease. Don't do it at home. They're just dolphins. That's it. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank
2: you. I liked it a lot. Tube three ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. So, Hello. as we kind of just alluded to a, only a little bit, we just celebrated the New Year's. In fact, it's just a day after the 2020 New Year. And uh, I wanted to give a quick 2019 in review by sharing our top five and our bottom five movies that we had the opportunity to watch and recap on Submersion in 2019. So, Kyle, close out or minimize out of the ratings document if you're in there. Oh, you know, you can see I'm
0: in there, huh? Okay, I'm out. Busted.
2: All right, so what do we want to do first, our top five or our bottom five? (laughs) I was just looking at that that like a couple minutes ago, too. That's fine. So... It's Especially fine.
0: your short-term memory.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Our bottom five episodes, or rather our, our bottom five movies that we reviewed, number five was Full Fathom 5. We gave it a 1.895 average rating there. Yeah, that movie Good. sucked. That movie
0: sucked. I <laughs> uh, don't like it.
2: Also There was from... a number
0: of things that made that movie <laughs> suck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can you can you re- recall any of them offhand? Wow, it was like 11 gigs to file
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly I converted that VHS tape And it was huge It was so big Like Stupid. it's taken up so much Ridiculous space on my hard drive right Kyle, now. you gave it the
2: highest rating of the group With a 3.08 <laughs> What? <I> gave, what? <laughs> yeah, provided that's correct That's a mistake <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. I see it right here, three point zero eight. Number four. That's all right, what? whatever, whatever. That's <laughs> got to be a lie. I don't know. Number four, also from Jamie's movie month, "Time yep. Under Fire." Oh, got that's a one point six seven
3: five. That one's better though. That one's that one's got some more quality, like laughs to it.
0: <clears throat> Is that that's the one with Brian Cranston, right? Where he's yeah, like the, he's the Sith yeah, lord Palpatine, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think that is right. I, I would much rather go back and rewatch that. Yeah, for sure. Number three, definitely do not want to touch with a ten-foot pole submergence. Oh, oh that boy. movie! This is the McAvoy Horrible. one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's McAvoy.
4: Where
0: he's like imprisoned in Africa or something, and his girlfriend is yeah. going to go Alicia do a sub-dive.
2: was our average rating on that. Yeah, that one was was boring. Number two was Submerged. What's the average rating of 1.19? Ah,
3: that's a cigar. Now, that one is funny, but it's really
2: bad. (laughs) It's funny because of how bad it is, though. It deserves to be a very low-scored one. Honorable mention, before we get to number one, honorable mention was the For Red October.
4: Oh. No,
2: that's right. the, I think, hmm, I, the the I, think I rated that one pretty high. I think <laughs> Alex, <that's... laughs> Alex did indeed lift that, lift that one out of the cellar. Alex gave it a 6.9. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it got a 2.238 overall. Kept it out of our that bottom five. That is a
0: travesty.
2: <laughs> Brings us to number one, though. Anybody know what this is?
0: So this is the worst one from 2019? The worst one from 2019. What was it? Oh oof. if it wasn't submergence, I'm gonna have a really hard time thinking about what it was. It had There's a something people
2: 18, gave a zero, uh, five right? overall. Was it was it Moby Dick? Twenty ten Moby Dick. Yeah, oh yeah. I just thought, I tried to think
3: of the worst movie I had seen. And it was,
4: it was, <laughs> it was that good strat, Moby good Dick. Yeah. sadly I watched that one and I
2: wasn't on for the podcast, but it was a pretty bad movie. Yeah. It's not good. Kyle gave it the highest rating once again, one point seven five. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I
0: appreciated the guy fighting a whale with a shotgun because that doesn't happen very
2: often. (laughs) Very often. Uh, How many times would you reckon that has happened in the real world? (laughs)
0: Probably more than I can count on my fingers and toes.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's get to our top five here. Number five of our top five movies from 2019, Crash Dive 1943.
0: Oh. This so was given
2: a 6.83. Was reviewed by that's Jamie, a, Kyle, and Zach. That's one of the top ones, and it's got a 6.8? Right. Yeah, it's un, uh, we, we, it was an unfortunate <laughs> a year for year, boys. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Number four, X-Men First Class. Got a 7.083 oh, yeah. repeating. Number three, 49th Parallel. Got a oh, 7.5. Oh. It's actually tied with uh number two. So number two and three interchangeable here. Number two I, think,
4: I, I just want to say, I think Kyle's description on 49th parallel when you look online is the absolute funniest description for all of the <laughs> other l- movies. Do you know how long
1: that <laughs> took me to type out. <laughs>
0: that took so long.
2: What what is this?
4: His description for, like, when you go to look it up online to, list, to listen
2: to it. Oh, on the, on the like, SoundCloud and all that. Not the first, not it? the second, not the, not the third, <laughs> not the fourth, not the fifth. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Oh, my god! But that was interchangeable. Two and three, they're tied at 7.5 with Austin Powers in gold member. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. it's a great one. <laughs> Honorable mention before we get to number one is... Jackie Chan's First Strike, which we gave a 6.825 overall. That, that, movie, was uh, yeah. Yeah, was that movie was good. It was a good movie, but time. I think we we downgraded it because of the lack of submarine. Alex gave it the highest with a 7.8. Yeah, I liked it. Wow. It was good. Number one, this is, uh, this is appalling to me. Um, really? It actually breaks into our top ten... Um, Oh, I and know some it is. would say, some would say this, uh, some would argue this is the worst movie of all time. I would disagree with them as well. It's not that bad, but there's a lot of fanboys for this out there. Uh, this uh, this series. Anybody know what this is? Besides Kyle, who obviously knows. No, I don't. All right, Kyle, revel us, or revel us with uh, with uh, what you know here. Vroom vroom. Oh, really? Vin Diesel. No, that is incorrect.
0: Seriously? All right, good. I was With hoping 7. that they didn't
2: a the 7.75, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Ooh. Had a 7.75 oh, yes. 7. Yes. overall. Now, well, that's because yeah, there's there's like that was just me
0: yeah. and, and
2: Nick. And Nick, Right. You gave it a 7.5, and, yes, and Nick movie, gave it an 8.
0: That movie is good.
2: I'd rate it high, too.
4: Yeah. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, uh,
2: I actually did uh, a power rankings of the Star Wars movies. I've watched all of them now, all the live action, including the the Mandalorian, and uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll talk about that at some point. But it's not really sub related, so we'll have to find a spot to, to talk about that. But uh, it's not my least favorite Star Wars, but it's not a good one in my opinion. Zach, you're a big Star Wars fan. You put this pretty low too, right?
1: Well, the prequels. Yeah, I think episode one's better than episode two, but all, I mean, episode one and episode two are
2: low on my list. All right. Well, that is our 2019 in review of our best and worst rated films.
0: All
4: right. Excellent. Is it
0: time?
2: Might be time. Zach
1: Facts, it's Zach Fax. When are you going down? Get some Zach Facts when you're going down.
0: Zach, is our comedic timing like the exact same? Because we both... Apparently.
1: <laughs> I was like, okay, enough,
0: enough time has passed.
1: Yeah, I was like, all right, that's about four seconds yeah. of dead silence on air. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Facts, ladies and gentlemen, for the brand new Godzilla Month. King Kong vs. Godzilla has three facts. Who wants fact number one? Somebody say that they want it. I do. Jamie, do you want it? Yeah. (laughs) Fact number one. This one's for you, Jamie. You might have... Fact number one. (laughs) You might have thought there were miniatures in the film, but some did not. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Wait. Wait.
0: Where were the miniatures?
3: <laughs> those tanks? Oh. you remember those tanks, baby? No. no well, there we go. Just, you're just proving this. You're proving this <sighs> Zach fact correct, which is crazy. Because Zach Facts, by definition, usually are 100% true.
1: What was that? Who wants fact number two? uh I do. Jamie, you want fact number two? I I do, yeah. We all know about the Japanese version and the American version, but we can't forget about the North Korean version. Mm. This film opens up with just text that says, Kim Il-sung destroyed both monsters while making the movie, so the audience gets a gift of watching... Kim Il sung read for the next 90 minutes. <laughs> nice. So so he he
0: read? And
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know that.
0: <laughs> Can we get we need to get our hands on a copy of that and film?
2: Hopefully it's a submarine movie. If not, we'll
1: make, wants, make a special episode. Who wants fact number three? I, I do Jamie does I got it thanks Jamie yeah. fact number three both the Godzilla and King Kong costumes were reused guys in the 1969 porn parody King dong versus comeszilla nice <laughs> oh my oh, there, there it is. There it
2: is. Wow. There it is making a triumphant return this episode. Who missed it? I did.
0: Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? follow us on facebook instagram and twitter we also love to get messages from all of you if you have a suggestion a comment or just anything you'd like to share please email us at mac at gmail.com